Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Wednesday, and that means we get the lovely Anna Kelly. Hi, Anna. Hi, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I look forward to these discussions. We've been doing them for years together. Uh, always a joy, always a, a bright day for me when we get to talk. So thank you very much. Thank you. I say the same. Awesome. So one of the things I wanted to do today is get Anna's opinion on some books that people should read. Could be investing, could be mindset, could be economy. Uh, I know you read a lot. I know you listen to a bunch. So a couple of these might be on audio. Uh, but I'm curious, what does uh, what does Anna recommend people check out? You know, I have a bunch of really good books that I've been reading that that are really applicable to today. Okay, so I'm going to give you the first two, which I don't have physical copies of because I've become kind of an audible junkie because I can listen while I'm on the road and and make the best use of my time. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have not heard of Dan Sullivan, there are two really good books. He's a, a well-known leadership coach that coaches, you know, very large company mm -hmm. leaders, but he has two books. One is called Who, Not How, okay, and the other is called The Gap and The Gain. And these two books um, are amazing for mindset and leadership and personal growth figuring out how you strategically reach those big dreams and goals that you have, whether you're investing in real estate, whether you're a solopreneur, whether you're, you know, a leader of, of teams and a lot of different people, both of these books um, will, will go a long way to helping you really just kind of reframe your mindset on how to grow. So folks, who not how, oh, go ahead. And folks, I was just going to say, I'm taking notes. I would put all the links below to Amazon so you don't have to write them down, click on the ones that you like and uh, go get them. I, I know I will be. That's why I'm taking so much notes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're both great. So who not how in a nutshell, you know, if I see a problem or I see something that I want to do, I'm always thinking, how can I do this? Right. And, and it's our natural first question. And it should be mm -hmm. figure out if I really want something, how do I get it? And then create a plan to take actions to get there. Um, but sometimes as you grow, you realize you cannot do everything, be the expert in everything and grow as quickly as you want to if everything is on your plate alone to do. Mm -hmm. So who not how, it's a simple concept, but it's powerful the way he unpacks it, makes me not just think, how can I do this, but who do I need on my team to help me get this thing done? And when we realize the power of utilizing other people's time and expertise and what it saves us and frees us up to do is focus on the things that we're best at and make the most money per hour doing, we quit waiting to do things that we want to do until we have the time to figure out how do we do it and how do we make it happen. So highly recommend you check that book out. Um, the other one, The Gap in the Game, is really powerful about human psyche um, and how we think about the past, how we think about the future, and whether we're optimistic or pessimistic about our capabilities realistic and giving ourselves credit for the things we have accomplished so that we can see forward positively, believing in ourselves, understanding that there is hope ahead. Um, and many entrepreneurs and many real estate investors actually live in what he calls the gap. We think, mm -hmm. oh, we don't, we're not good enough. We, we don't quite have what it takes. This is too big of a dream. I may not achieve it. Or we think, hey, I achieved this, but it's not good enough. Let me go to the next thing. So we don't stop and celebrate our wins and celebrate what we have done and really um, come to what we're looking at from a place of gratitude and optimism and, 
and really confidence in our ability to do it. Um, so he calls, are you living in the gap? You know, nothing is quite right. And, you know, kind of discontent, or are we living in the gain? Like we have so much to gain. I don't need these future dreams to make me who I want to be or to make me happy. Mm -hmm. They're just things I get to do because of all I've already accomplished. So that's a short synopsis, but I highly encourage you to check those two out. So those are the two mindset books. You want me to share more? Please do. I I know these two just made my reading list. So what else do you got? (laughs) Awesome. So I am going, these I actually have physical copies of um, and also on um, a couple of them on Audible. So one of them, this is going to sound like a shameless plug, but it really is an amazing book. So this is a book that I was uh, blessed to be a part of called Success Habits of Super Achievers. And it has a lot of um, really powerful stories of how super achievers have found success, kind of the keys to our success that we felt should be shared to help people just to create habits Mm -hmm. um, that lead to success. And there are some um, well-known athletes movie producers, one of my favorite, Phil Collin from Def Leppard, my favorite of all time, uh, Mark Victor Hansen, Robert Helms in real estate, uh, Tom Ziegler, Warren Hardy, some Grammy winners. There's just a phenomenal amount of people here. So whatever it is that um, excites you, go read their stories, Um, especially in a time where it seems really hard to get real estate deals done and to grow. Mm-hmm. You need to be filling your mind with things that you can still do to lead to success long-term, even mm-hmm. when there's challenges and the economy isn't giving you quite what you want to get. Yeah, there. I want to plug that one as well. I read that uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I read that because you were featured in it. And not, not only your story is amazing, uh, but you know Robert Helms is somebody I've spoken with personally over the years. And then you're right. If you have a, a interest in something, it's, there's a good chance there's another story there. I just love personal stories that are collected together because it allows me to pick them apart, which one which one I'm feeling that day. So that that's a book I like. And Hardy, Darren Hardy, that, that was a good read. It was a good yeah. read. Yeah. Some of these people are, are major, you know, leadership gurus. They've, they've taught and spoken on leadership and success qualities. They've coached people through it. Um, so definitely go get that book. It's available on Amazon. It's not on Audible, but it is on Amazon. Yeah. It's a good one. Okay. Two great books. Now these I have on audible and they were so deep that I wanted the paper copy. So I can read <laughs> the graphs along the way yeah. and stop and pause audible and, and let it digest. But yes. if you want to understand how the economy impacts you as a real estate investor, beyond all of the important things that you and I teach of know your market, mm-hmm. know a good deal, know the microeconomics of where you're investing. You have to understand macroeconomics, the big picture of what's happening in the United States and what's Mm -hmm. happening in um, our global economy and how those things may impact you. Things such as the Fed and interest rates and what they're doing now and how it could impact you. Mm -hmm. One of the most brilliant businessmen I know is Ray Dalio. I don't know him personally, but Dalio has two really good books. The first one is called The Big Debt Crisis. Yep. (laughs) I'm backwards here. The Big Debt Crisis principles for navigating the big debt crisis. And this is amazing to talk through some of the things that cause several uh, repeatable financial crises from the 70s to the dot-coms to uh, the 2008 and probably what we're coming up to now is because of big debt in the entire system, personal debt, business debt, hedge fund debt, government debt, 
what happens when we fuel our economy and our GDP on debt versus mm-hmm. production, um, when companies use more debt than they have money to pay for, when people do the same, really read this book because it will challenge you to think about your personal debt Absolutely. and what real estate we should buy and win based on where we are in these big debt cycles. Agreed. Yeah, that was okay. a good one. The next one is Ray Dalio's Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order, Why Nations Succeed and Fail. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what Dalio has done is he spent a decade of his um, funds, employees, researching why big countries rise and fall. Yep. Why do big countries like the Dutch and the UK lose their reserve, reserve currency status worldwide? Why might the US do the same? Mm-hmm. What happens when big things happen, big shifts happen in the world um, that cause um, governments to make poor decisions that lead to their demise? And what he's essentially arguing is that, that America is kind of had its peak and we're kind of on a downward decline in terms of our financial strength, our military strength, our education and tech strength, mm-hmm. while other countries like China are seemingly on the rise. And argues what things the U.S. needs to do and get better in order to continue to be a great world superpower and economy. Um, It's extremely eye-opening. Whether you agree with his conclusions or not, um, whether you agree with his politics or not, you need to look aside, you know, push those things aside Mm -hmm. and just understand where the United States is, where our economy is, why things like war between Russia and Ukraine matter um, mm-hmm. and impact us, how it could impact our economy for decades. So it's it made me a wiser investor already just reading that book and made me realize that as much as I tell you focus on local, like we just talked about microeconomics and US macroeconomics, there are so many things outside of the United States economy globally that now because of how intertwined everything is, shifts that happen in other countries could really impact us substantially as the United States, as investors. Um, and I'm making some different decisions because of reading that book. Yeah. Ray Dalio is somebody I've followed for a long time. I think I would read him in that order. Also, I would read the big debt crisis first and then the, yes. the changing world order second, because otherwise that's how we wrote him first off. Yeah. Right. So I think it makes sense to read him that way. And again, I'll put links below for folks. All right. Yeah, Absolutely. My next one, this is not a business book. And whether you are religious or not, I'm really going to recommend that you open up the Christian Bible and you read Proverbs. So Proverbs is a book of wisdom. There are 31 Proverbs. And what I find amazing, Michael, is that the Proverbs, um, they're timeless. The things that they said were true when they were written a couple thousand years ago still have the answers for almost anything that I deal with today. So things like, how do you deal wisely with money, right? What happens when you're the borrower versus what happens when you're the lender? There's a proverb, for example, that says the borrower is slave to the lender. Well, when we borrow a lot of money, we have to slave away our time to make enough money to pay that debt, right? So there's principles about being careful. It doesn't say not to borrow, but it says, if you do, here's some wise things that you should do. It talks about your confidence. It talks about when you're in despair, what do you do? How do you get out of anxiety? And how, you, how do you get out of a funk? Um, how do you relate to people, right? 
um, with humility and with grace, you know, pride comes before the fall, for example, there's just so much wisdom that I can read a proverb every day and it sets the tone for my day. Like, okay, um, there's a bigger picture than just me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's solutions to every problem. There's nothing new under the sun. For example, there are seasons and they come and they go and Anything we've experienced today, guess what? People a couple thousand years ago experienced too in a different way, mm-hmm. but humanity has the same problems and humanity can find the same ways out. Um, and the Proverbs just give us tremendous wisdom for handling those things. So it's like the thing that. I read every morning that makes me say, okay, I got this. Today is another day. Yeah. Um, and I want to start it with wisdom, with grace, being a good person to other people and trusting God to take care of the rest. I like it. Very cool. Awesome. And you can get Bibles on the internet too. Yeah, them. of course. Or of even course. on your phone. I have a Bible app on the phone, the, the U version, which is great. That's awesome. So uh, it's fair to say that reading or listening to books is part of your day, week, month process. You're always hungry for more information. Uh, you're, and you're, uh, you look at uh, real estate, mindset, spiritual, uh, you know, you, you have a, a wide collection. So these are the books that you would recommend people check out. Absolutely. You know, I I think um, there's a lot of great books and I've read a lot, but these are the ones that I think are very timely for today. Um, And, you know, if you're not growing, you're falling backwards, you're dying, right? As an investor, as a person, because time changes. And even though there's principles that everything, there's nothing new under the sun, there's a lot of different nuanced things that are new, right? The internet, the Fed, um, you know, digital currencies. I mean, all kinds of things that happen that if we're not kind of keeping up with the thing where things are going and the shift of how things are going, and we're just relying on old paradigms and the way things have always been done, we might make mistakes because we're not adapting to new things. So we need to be always growing and always learning and then starting to figure out how can I take the things I learn and put them into action. Um, so reading is should be a life a lifetime goal. And if you don't like to read, listen to audiobooks. There's really no excuse not to grow at this point. Mm-hmm. I do it if I'm, you know, working out. I do it when I'm in the car. Um, I do it in the morning um, after I have my prayers. And, you know, I try to listen to at least something every day to awesome. encourage me and help me to grow. And I encourage you to do the same. Awesome. Reading is a big part of my uh, daily, weekly activities. I haven't actually done Audible yet. I, I, need, to, I need to figure that out. I was a very late adopter, Michael, because I'm like, I like having a book yeah, and I yeah. like to underline it and I just, I can go back and, and process it. Exactly. But what, what happened was I found that my day got so busy with other things that I didn't take the time to read. Mm. I'd have a stack of books and six months later, I've read a little bit of a couple. Yeah. So going to Audible really made it an easy habit to create. And then I, you know, then I've got the physical copy for when I'm in a car and not driving or on an airplane or those kind of things. So very, I very get cool. it. 15 bucks a month on Amazon. There you, go. <laughs> there you go, folks. The list of books will be below. Check them out. Uh, Anna, thank you very much. You're welcome.